Today is the day I get to introduce a patient that went from looking tired and run down to lighting up a room with just her eyes. <laughs> Welcome to Follow Your Beauty, the video podcast where every segment is a journey for a younger looking you. I'm Dr. John Mendelson, Medical Director of the Advanced Cosmetic Surgery and Laser Center, and today we're going to talk about one of the fastest and easiest ways to go from looking tired and run down to bright eyed and full of life. Stay tuned in a little bit for what's in and what's out in the world of plastic surgery. Also, stay tuned for Studio A's very own Karen Whitney, who will talk about some of the Studio A rewards. To start the segment here, I want to introduce our next guest by just looking at this brief video clip. Before I came to him, my eyelids were were droopy and I looked tired. I did, and that's what, what drew me here, as after having kids, you know, my eyelids went from being hooded, which was, okay, I never really liked it. <laughs> so, that's our next guest. Crystal, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Follow Your Beauty. I appreciate you being here. Of course. And certainly our relationship over the years now. <laughs> Um, so when you look back on that, uh, what to tell me, tell me a little bit about your eyelids looking heavy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The video says it. I just looked heavy and tired. I, I never liked my, my hooded eyes. Um, and they just got worse as I, as I aged, as I got, you know, 35 or so, they, they looked even, even more tired. You know, that's what they do, right? Gravity just takes them down and they just kind of start drooping and drooping. And these sides here just really hung down and I just... I hated it. I just didn't like it. <laughs> so how long would you say that uh, that had bothered you? Um, the noticeable changes in the drooping, I would say it was a good two to three years that I just started going, ah, this is just getting worse. This can't be it. So what, um, so what did you do when it started bothering you? So when it started bothering me, I, um, <laughs> well, first I tried all the uh, easy routes. I went to the makeup counter and was like, what can we do to create an illusion here? <laughs> what can we, what can we, can we give myself a crease here? How do you do this? Um, you know, YouTube, how to change my makeup. And then, you know, none of that works. It just doesn't work. It's not, it's not going to be the same. Um, so then I just kind of started looking around at plastic surgeons and, you know, what does this cost? And um, what am I going to? look like after? How do they do it? Is it painful? Uh, <laughs> you know, all those common questions I'm sure everyone has and, and worries and, um, you know, to start exploring kind of those um, fears of, oh gosh, what if they, what if they mess my face up? So that's really the thought in it, right? Is my face, I don't love it now, but it could be worse, <laughs> you know. Did you talk to anybody about it? Anybody in your family or was it something that you were just uh, reviewing on your own? I Really, the only person I talked to was my husband, and I would kind of do the pull my eye up. What if it looked like this? What if we took that, you know, and did all this? And he just thought I was crazy because he's like, "What are you doing? Why are you pulling on your eyelids?" What uh, had so back in uh, your high school years? Mm -hmm. Did you what? What did your eyes look like then? I still had the hooded eye, but they weren't droopy. You know, it just it, it didn't look. Um, it didn't look as, as tired as it did when, when I got older. I noticed them, and I noticed that, you know, other girls that didn't have hooded eyes, they their makeup looked what I thought was better. You know, they had the, the creases and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and I was like, yeah, but I couldn't – I think I, as a younger person, didn't put together what was different about my eyes versus theirs. I didn't know hooded versus not. I was just like, yeah. Did they bother you at the time, or you just noticed that they were different? 
more notice they were different. You know, I would have, you know, every 17-year-old girl wants something different, wants some kind of change. Well, because what we find is there are two different conditions, and we'll talk about this, but one is called, and, and these are medical, the medical <laughs> language here, but dermatochalasis and blepharochalasis are the common terms that we use. Okay. And, and one is related to probably what started to happen, even though you're young, and that is some of the changes that we see with aging. We lose a little bit of volume, we lose yeah. elasticity, and then you, you reach this point where there's, there's this trigger where, uh, you know, you really want to do something about it. Uh, but we see many adolescent women who have more either swelling, edema, there are some changes, they're more full. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm not sure how much we spent during our initial consultation talking about that, but, um, but, but later we'll talk about uh, you know, other types of uh, anatomy with uh, relatives of yours. And, um, and there's a difference between aging and just full eyelids. So I was just curious if it was something that you always wanted to change or if you just, you just got to a point. Have you, are you okay? I know we perform surgery on you. Are you okay watching surgery or not? Because in this next segment, what I'm gonna do, this is a little bit graphic, and I wanna walk through for our listeners and viewers just a little bit about what upper blepharoplasty is, and then we'll sort of come back to what's, what's going on. Yeah. It's up to you, um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead okay. and start it, uh, yeah, if that's okay. That's fine. And uh, for anyone else who doesn't wanna watch, maybe just, uh, maybe just listen and, uh, and turn around. We've done some other segments on eyelids, and we've reviewed this before, but um, this is just a couple of minutes, okay. if we can go ahead and, and go sure. through this here. So I'm gonna turn the volume down here. But what you're seeing, and so far, Crystal, I know you're looking away here, <laughs> is you're really just seeing a patient who's uh, being preparing. Uh, we've localized the tissue, that means we've numbed it up. Mm -hmm. And um, you can see the markings on the eyelid. The markings typically are about eight to 10 millimeters from the eyelash margin. Mm -hmm. And um, we localize it. You can see the way the tissues are sort of blanched, and that's because <coughs> we use lidocaine with epinephrine. And the epinephrine basically just constricts the blood mm -hmm. uh, supply. And, and um, so the reason why we do that is we want very minimal blood loss. Okay, so here we are. Uh, obviously, you don't want to take a look at this. We're basically going to make an incision. We're just following the previously marked areas, okay? Mm -hmm. Just like if you had a little molar, a little skin cancer, we yeah. would just sort of work around it, uh -huh. and then we would just excise that. So it, okay. it's really uh, pretty straightforward. The important part is marking it properly mm -hmm. and um, you know, making sure that our measurements are in the right place. So uh, once we do that, uh, for anybody who may be watching this, you can see that there's virtually no bleeding and again, that's because of the epinephrine. Once we've made our incision, we're simply going to excise the skin. And um, it takes just a couple of minutes. Just beneath the skin is a layer, and we've talked about this mm -hmm. at least, yep. uh, is, is a muscle called the abicularis muscle. And, um, uh, and that muscle typically uh, might have a little bit of bleeding, but, um, but in deep to the abicularis muscle is what we call the orbital septum. And the orbital septum is a partition that holds some of the fat back. Okay. And in your case, and in many uh, patients' uh, situations, there's fat mostly, there's fat in our eyelid, and there's also fat in the medial aspect of our eyelid. And so we're going to tease that fat out, and we simply, you'll see it, you'll see it on the video as a, as a yellowish blob. We'll cauterize it very meticulously. We'll just remove it. Mm -hmm. And then all we do after that is we just close the skin with that running suture, that suture that we removed uh, six days later. So it's a little bit about the, um, a little bit about the procedure. While you were having this 
performed. Did you have any problems during the surgery? No. Okay. Are you okay right now? Yeah. Okay. I know some people don't like, just don't like the idea of, uh, of, of even talking through it. But, no, um, I'm okay. good. Okay. Obviously, I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, review this with you before. But, uh, <laughs> but we do find that a lot of patients, the night before surgery, they'll say to us, they've waited all this time. What do they say while they're lying there? You know, I YouTube this. I watched this last night. Um, so, mm -hmm. so we figured that we might as well walk patients through it yep. with our technique and how we do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is almost through, but, uh, but for anybody watching, so you can see this little yellowish fatty blob here and, um, anybody else here in the studio, I hope everybody's okay. Nobody hits the floor here, <laughs> but, um, so anyway, so we'll do this on one side and then we'll do this on the other. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, that's a little bit about, uh, about that, the surgery there. Um, what have people said to you following, uh, blepharoplasty, the eyelid procedure? Yeah, so it's funny. Um, I think it's such a subtle change that people are confused as to what happened. <laughs> they're just, you know, you look great. And it's more people who, you know, obviously don't see me all the time. They're like, you look great. You know, I just turned 40. Or no, wait, I have two more days. I'm turning 40 in two days. <laughs> ah, That's birthday. a big distinction. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, I just took a, a birthday trip and they're like, there's no way you're 40. There's no way you just look too young. And I think it's largely because, you know, my eyes look more vibrant mm -hmm. than they did. I think they would have totally believed it before. <laughs> so did they make comments about your hair or makeup or they just they just thought you looked refreshed? Refreshed. Yeah. They're just, you know, you look so great. Like, Thanks. <laughs> you mentioned your husband before in terms of, you know, he was one of the first people that you talked to about yeah. this years before. What 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 are his views now? You know, he he thinks I look great, of course. I don't think he good, can good have answer. another answer. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think he has any choice there. <laughs> well, good. And what about your kids? I'm just mom. I don't think that they they notice. You know, right at first when I came home, they were like, oh, what's going on? But then they're, you know, my son especially says, you know, I'm beautiful. I don't know if he's right or wrong, but. <laughs> oh, I, th I think he's probably right. I think you're, um, you mentioned your father um, in, you know, th yes. throughout this process. And I know that you've got a very supportive family, mm -hmm. but uh, what, what are his thoughts? So it's funny you mentioned YouTubing because that's my dad. So he YouTubed the procedure before, you know, and he was very nervous for us. Um, he's very protective of me, of course. I'm an only child. So very protective, but I think, um, you know, now he thinks I look great and he's completely supportive. And, you know, I've come back for a couple other little little touch-ups and he doesn't question it now. So so when he YouTubed it, was he fearful? Um, I think he was nervous. I think he's always nervous for me, but he knew I wanted it so much that he wouldn't he wouldn't express it to me. I think he might have told my mom. <laughs> but me, he just he knew how excited I was. And, you know, I did I did have some fear, of course, but um, the excitement really just overrode. You know, I just kind of told myself, you want this. You waited years for this. This is what you want to do. So how are you going to be so scared? You know, you're signing up for this. It's a choice. <laughs> right. So he was supportive. Well, that's good. Well, well, thank you. I think you look great. You look great thank before, you. but uh, you look you look happy and refreshed. <laughs> um, if you would, if you would stand by with us, and we're going to check out what Julie's saying in her segment of what's in and what's out in the world yeah. of plastic surgery. We're hitting the wedding aisles and the Jersey Shore in our first edition of What's In and What's Out and What's Hot and What's Definitely Not in the World of Plastic Surgery. 
I'm your guide, Julie Whitney. Get ready as we tour the world and scour the headlines to help you become a younger you. Well, it's that time of year again. The peak wedding season and plastic surgery season are upon us. While flowers, cake, photographer may be on the long list of to-dos before the big I do, you might want to add rhinoplasty, breast augmentation, and Botox to your list. According to RealSelf.com, more people are getting cosmetic procedures as part of their wedding preparation in 2019, and these three are all in the top five. Also high on the list are non-surgical fat reduction procedures such as Kybella, which gets rid of unwanted neck fat. And new M-Sculpt, a non-invasive procedure which creates sculpted abs, butts, and arms. According to Real Self, M-Sculpt actually accounted for 23% of all non-surgical pre-wedding treatments the last 12 months. And we'll talk more about this a bit later. And speaking of sculpted abs, my man Drake is once again in the headlines. According to People Magazine, the 32-year-old rapper recently posted a shirtless photo on Instagram showing off his extensive tattoos and ripped torso. Check it out. The photo prompted Drake's friend and fellow musician Carnage to hop into Drake's feed teasing him about his fake abs and asking about his plastic surgery down in Colombia. After some friendly bantering back and forth, Drake quickly shot down the rumors. Now about those tats, I'm not personally a fan of them. But if he does decide to eliminate a few, he should definitely try the new PicoSure Laser, the fastest, most effective, and painless way to eliminate tattoos once and for all. But another star actually did go under the knife, admitting on the doctor's TV show that he recently underwent surgery to produce six-pack abs. The days of GTL, Jim Tan Laundry, are long gone for the Jersey Shore's Ronnie Ortiz Magro, whose days as a new dad are now filled with Jim Tan and diapers. According to Ronnie, can't spend two to three hours every day in the gym like I used to. So he took extreme measures to make sure he got washboard abs in time for season three of MTV's reboot, Jersey Shore Family Vacation. So set those DVRs now. Here's a before and after taken moments following Ronnie's procedure. Ugh. Poor Ronnie. He's in for what looks to be like a very long and painful recovery. If only he'd known about new M-Sculpt, a new technology which was approved last fall by the FDA that simultaneously builds muscle and burns fat in just four 30-minute treatments. When used on the abs, each treatment is the equivalent of doing 20,000 sit-ups, something that Ronnie could never do in a single trip to the gym. And besides, this procedure is a lot less painful. Look at the before and after photos of a male patient who was treated with M-Sculpt. M-Sculpt has also been approved for use on the butt and most recently on the arms, including the triceps and biceps. I'm ready to try it. Our own Dr. John Mendelson was the first provider in Cincinnati to offer M-Sculpt. And as expected, the demand has been overwhelming. That's it for today's news in plastic surgery. You can see more of my plastic surgery journey and also follow your beauty by going to 351face.com. Why not sign up for a younger you today? That's it for today. Thank you for tuning in to Follow Your Beauty. For this and other episodes, please log in or go to 351face.com forward slash follow your beauty. 
Uh, you can get some more information about Studio A. You can sign up and log in and schedule a complimentary consultation where our team is happy to assist you. Thank you very much, Crystal. We look forward to having you back. Thank you so much for being with us today on this episode of Follow Your Beauty, live from Studio A at Advanced Cosmetic Surgery and Laser Center.